Taulet is a doctoral researcher at the St. Andrews University and at the University of Paris-Nanterre. She takes part in our course with some podcasts on the transformations of the law at the Age of Enlightenment and during the French Revolution. I will speak about the legal ideas of the Enlightenment in this podcast. The literary movement of the Enlightenment created a cultural, intellectual, philosophical and scientific renewal. Born in France and spread to Europe, this paradigm shift shook the representation of the world. Indeed, these new ideas and thoughts were the seeds of the French Revolution and mentally explained the events of the year 1789, which I develop in the podcast on the events and causes of the French Revolution. These humanistic ideas spread through books. For instance, the famous Encyclopédie by Diderot and Alembert, which aimed at testing all the knowledges. And new ideas were also shared in literary salons. Through the ideas of the thinkers differed in some extent, they shared a common basis, the central place of reason and the criticism of beliefs. They shared the idea developed by René Descartes, the forerunner of modern philosophy. Reason is what defines human beings and what enables knowledge. This gave birth to the theory of modern rationalism. Human beings are able, through reason, with a methodology and rules, to find themselves truth. Enlightenment thinkers shared also ideas that the necessity of social justice, liberty and property are natural and cannot be limited by the state authorities. They considered that a person cannot have more rights because he belongs to an upper social class. They also oppose political despotism of European monarchies. They fought against religious fanatism that dictates political and judicial decisions. They aimed at enlightening human beings. One of the most influential thinkers was Voltaire. He was committed to the liberty of thinking, believing, tolerance and justice. In Le Traité sur la Tolérance, Voltaire criticized religious fanatism and intolerance. He also denounced superstition that moved the man away from his reason in his book called Candide. Voltaire also fought for real justice in committing to denounce arbitrariness in legal cases. His most famous commitment against inconsistent judgments is the Callas case in 1762, case of miscarriage of justice against Jean Callas, a Protestant accused of having killed his son in order to stop him from converting to Catholicism. The thinkers of the Enlightenment also discussed the concept of political power. In his book, called De l'Esprit des Lois, The Spirit of Laws, Montesquieu observed and compared the different types of government, republic, monarchy and despotism. Montesquieu denounced the absolutist regimes as they were contrary to the will of the people. 
He established the existence of three powers in the states, legislative, executive, and judicial. If the same person or the same body exercises two of the powers, one can fear tyranny. The idea is that any person or body that owns a power tends to abuse of it. Therefore, power should stop power, and powers should be separated, that is, exercised by different persons and bodies. This theory put into question the authority of the kings. Montesquieu actually commended the English Republican regime that separates the three powers. Montesquieu's main idea was that liberty is guaranteed by law. He was against the idea that people were subjected to participate to the power of a sovereign. In the L'Esprit des Lois, Montesquieu argued that law should be submitted to a scientific analysis. Law is human reason that governs all the people. Political and civil laws are only special cases of the universal law in which this human reason applies. Laws are variable and one must understand the different circumstances in which the laws of each nation find their origins or their explanations. Laws are necessary relationships deriving from the nature of things. Montesquieu discussed the link between the natural laws, the causal laws, and the laws established by power called the laws commands. For him, laws are conditions of liberty. Liberty is about doing what laws enable. Therefore, laws should be in accordance with reason and our moral duty. Rousseau also wrote about law in Du Contrat Social, The Social Contract, published in 1762. Rousseau was particularly interested in the connection between liberty and political authority. Indeed, for him, the state of nature was characterized by human goodness and the fulfillment of everyone's immediate needs. However, property causes inequalities between human beings because owners establish a government and a public force to protect the property. But liberty is unalienable. One needs to find a state arrangement compatible with the existence of that liberty. He argued that political liberty should be based on a social contract, that is, a convention created by human beings to guarantee security and liberty of everyone through law. This social contract would connect each individual towards all the others as each waves his liberty in favor of everyone. General will is the keystone of this architecture. It is unalienable and it cannot be delegated, which excludes a parliamentary system. General will can only be expressed by universal suffrage. Therefore, also argued for direct democracy and not a representative one. For him, all the people should decide laws and no one should be above laws. Indeed, all human beings were born free. Therefore, all equals before the natural laws. 
His ideas inspired the revolutionaries and the declaration of the rights of man and of citizens. Nevertheless, we should specify that most of the thinkers of the Enlightenment did not necessarily want a radical transformation, but just an improvement of the political system. For them, property and political liberty should be protected, but the limit was the individual safety. They condemned despotism, but not necessarily the monarchy, as long as the sovereign is driven by reason.